Welcome to the Book of Caleb, a space where you can say what you're really thinking. I'm your host, Lauren Caleb. Join me as I discuss how to manage and rationalize all of the things in a distracting world. From current happenings to wellness, beauty, diet, family, home, and more, laugh and learn something too. This is the Book of Caleb. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 26 of the Book of Caleb titled The Super Mom. Well, guess what? Not all y'all are moms and not all y'all have kids or you're some of your dads and some of you not dads and it doesn't matter because super mom is something anyone can be and probably possibly already is. Enjoy. Hello, everyone. Uh, episode 26 titled The Super Mom. Uh, what? Is this going to be relatable to everyone? Uh, hell yes. Because guess what? Um, not everyone that listens to this show is a mom. So I had to think about that. Like an actual like biological mom. Um, or like has kids, or maybe they're a dad, or they don't have kids at all. However, all of y'all are still mothers to me. (laughs) Um, So listen, just listen, just give it a chance. There's more to this word super mom than just what you would think as a traditional mom. So I wanted to bring on an expert in this area, somebody who's actually not a traditional mom, but could qualify as a super mom. So please give a warm welcome to Michael Caleb. Michael, welcome to episode 26. Mr. Mom is what I like to refer to myself as. Many, many days I feel like Mr. Mom doing it all. Michael, absolutely. Mr. Mom, first, before we get into my prequel to this, quickly, 26. Best number 26 in the sports arena world. Hold on to your butts. You're talking to him right now. My number, high school, throughout my high school career and prior to that, was always number 26. You played professionally? I was an athlete from the age of 6 to 18. Um, Decided to hang up the soccer cleats at the age of 18, and I went out on top. I thought you were going to say gymnastics. I could have been a male gymnast, and I regret that I wasn't. I uh, was an undefeated state champion soccer player my senior year. Like I said, went out on top. And I, ooh, don't quote me, I'm very certain our record was 26 wins and zero losses. <laughs> Anyways, I can assure you that I was number 26. And the runner-up for number 26 is the second leading rusher all-time of the Minnesota Vikings. Robert Smith was his name. He was the starting running back on the 1998 Minnesota Viking team. He was then passed by Adrian Peterson, who came along later down the road. Uh, Adrian Peterson is still plugging away somehow, um, and he's on the Washington football team now. Uh, But Adrian Peterson was not number 26, so I'm not even talking about him. Robert Smith, number 26 of the Vikings. He was number two, but the most famous number 26 in my world was myself, Michael Middle name will not be disclosed. Caleb. Wow. That is a huge self-plug, and I'm so proud of you Mm -hmm. for going to that level. Sure. Please, everybody. I did want to mention, too, um, if we're going to do a giveaway, 
Great. Uh, the Book of Caleb mm. is a is a blank book right now, but Michael mm-hmm. will sign it yeah. for you and will mail it to you. State you just... champion. I'll sign it. State champion. <laughs> I was just starting right fullback. Sign it. Number twenty six, Michael mm. Caleb. Um, we're giving away that to one lucky winner. You just have to um, comment on this podcast review how much you love number twenty six, Michael Caleb. Okay. So, uh, giveaway closes next month. All right. <laughs> All right. So now, thank you, Michael, mm-hmm. for that. We'll always remember you and hang your jersey. Yes. To retire it. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we even get into super mom stuff, I got to do it. Let's let's talk politics real quick and just be completely inappropriate. Not really, but I have some quick hot fire questions for you of our, um, you know, people in office or running for office lately in the united states i have a quick question for you michael do you know how old joe biden is sleepy joe sleepy joe wake up uh that's what trump calls him which i think is kind of funny sleepy joe um i'll say sleepy joe's 67 oh man i thought you were gonna say 69 no okay you wrote down 67 i will note that and then donnie trump how old do you think he is the Donald. Oh, man. That guy is... He's in his 70s. I think he's 71. Donnie, 71. Okay. And then Kanye? Kanye West. He's Kanye got my, Kardashian. He's got my vote. Whatever we want to call him. The big K. He is going to be 44. He's going to be 44. So you're saying that he's 43. No, no, no. He turned 44 at some point in his life and is still 44. Okay, so you say 44. Mm-hmm. So, Michael, you were incorrect on all three. Yeah, but was I within three years? Because if I wasn't, that counts as being correct. With Sleepy Joe, you were 10 years wrong. Sleepy Joe's 77. That's why I look so tired. Okay. You said 67. So he's 77. Yeah. Um, interesting. Huh. Donnie Trump, you said 71. He's 74. Oh, and then uh, Kanye Kardashian, you said 44. Kanye is actually still 43. So you were right Whoa. initially and then you, you changed. So, I know, it's close. Um, and then my final question, because these are important questions. Yeah, they, I like it. <laughs> but uh, what are the chances that like in a month there's a political debate and all three of those are on like a Zoom call doing a political debate? What would you say the chances are? You can't be wrong or right about this, but... Two and a half percent. That you you don't think Kanye that... West isn't going to be involved. That's why it's so low. Are you sure? I am sure. Okay, Michael, I put down seventy percent. Um, I think that there's a seven in ten chance. What? Okay, why? Why would that be? Why would that happen? I don't think Kanye West can run for president. I don't think he did the proper filing and all that stuff. It's too late in the game, and I think it might be more of a publicity stunt at this point. Correct. Okay. Okay, and so then think of your ratings if you are media. Uh, true, yeah. If you throw in Kanye West in the debates. It goes up. You pull in a whole another demographic that would not be watching, correct? Yes, and you won't know if you're watching Saturday Night Live or you're watching a real debate. And I would even suggest that they air the debate an hour before Saturday Night Live starts, like it would be on a Saturday. Sure. Or, I guess, the day before, so then the cast of Saturday Night Live could prep and redo the whole debate. Oh, it's going to be prime time, yeah. It's going to be prime time. Yeah. But that would be like a Super Bowl sports watching level mm-hmm. of viewership. Mm-hmm. And since they're not competing with other things going on because there's nothing else going on, yeah. this could be like a Super Bowl in the fall. 
fall Super Bowl. That's my media pitch. I bet it's already in the works. Yeah. Kanye's been paid out already mm-hmm. for it. Because, yeah. um, you know, we need more uh, involvement and viewership in this, um, pol- these political debates. Get out, get out the vote during the pandemic. <laughs> get out the vote during the pandemic. So I would like to see that happen. That is what I'm voting for right now sure. is a, a three-way debate between those uh, candidates. Good old-fashioned three-way. Nothing wrong with that. I love three-way. Yep, nothing wrong with so, that. So, there you go. So, super mom. Let's talk about it, Michael. Oh, okay. Okay, so lately, there's been a surge or spike, so to speak, in cases of good and, quote-unquote, bad, wink-wink, parenting mm. in this pandemic world, right? Sure. We've all had to, whether you're a real biological parent or not, pick up the slack or deal with things that have happened that are perceived to be like negative or unfortunate you've had to be a big a grown-up and deal with them right Mm -hmm. and so i wanted to award the whole audience with mom of the year for this yeah right because we've all had to adjust and pivot which is great and i know that not everyone's a mom but you know if you're helping take care of someone's kids if you're, you know, dropping off groceries to the elderly, like you are probably doing something like beyond like your normal like scope to like help somebody else. I hope to God that yeah, you are. And if you're not, okay, well think about something that you can do to help someone else. Be that like mom role to them. Because this is like the opportunity to like make some positivity out of any like negative thing that rolls your way. 2020 ain't done. And uh, for all I know, I just talked about, you know, Donald Trump, Joe Biden and Kanye Kardashian in a debate and like thinking that that is a real possibility. So you don't know what's coming yet. There's <laughs> still what's coming. So just try and start habits and things that are positive is my like pit true pitch here um you could also think too like are you finding more patience empathy or educating yourself about social issues the black lives matter movement like there's opportunity there for you to like learn and grow and be a bigger and better person a mom in this scenario okay yeah very good right mother Teresa had a lot of these same qualities you're talking about was Mother Teresa actually a mom? Because she wasn't, right? I love that, Michael. Yeah. Exactly. There you go. Yeah. But she go. was giving to others. Yeah. And that's the mother mm-hmm. of it all. Exactly. Um, and we, right, we all need to remember what it can mean to be a good, quote unquote, mom to our lives. Um, and so, so what is a a good mom right like that's a subjective term like you may have had like a bad mom a mom growing up mom role figure Mm -hmm. but then that means that you would know what not to do you know like you can learn from that too and you certainly would have an opinion of what you would think is a quote-unquote good mom mother Teresa. mother Teresa. yes right some things that i like wrote down that were what i think is like being like a good mom to yourself and other people is first of all just accountability right like you're a decent person who takes responsibility for their actions um in your family life social life your work your health yeah i like that 
right? Um, and then part two, so you're accountable. What else is it about being a good mom? You're not a baby. Hmm. <laughs> if the mom's a baby, that's bad. The, right? The mom is never the baby, right? Mm -hmm. And so everyone who's, like, everyone, especially this year, has had their own unique experience and experienced some negative, like, aspects of 2020 setbacks with this pandemic. But are you going to be a baby about it? Or are you going to be, you know, step up and be a mom about it and organize your life to just be like more productive from it? Like there's mm -hmm. always like something like if it's not, it's not a setback. It's just like this time to like move and pivot. Pivot. Got to be able to pivot. Got to be able to pivot. And don't be a baby. This does not, however, mean that you shouldn't utilize resources available to you in like a healthy way right and so what like oh i'm the mom i'm not a baby that means i'm you know gonna like suffer or struggle through like an experience and so what i mean by that is like oh i'm just gonna um not let my kids be watched by my parents sometimes like that would to me like that's like a resource right so that i can have like balance or free time for myself too and so like don't mm -hmm. interpret like oh i'm just gonna be like the best and super mom and do it all it's like that means that you use resources when you can no, that's, that's being a smart mom yeah um and this like idea of like being you want to be a micro manager mom can't do that no no can't have it so you'll freak out you eventually will lose your mind <laughs> so don't be a baby but that doesn't mean that you're like being a bad parent to like your life if you give yourself what oh being good to yourself like mm -hmm. being good to your health is another thing like i wrote down wrote down and lately so like my routine to like help me give like balance so this is what i've been doing lately i'll do three um three days of 30 minute like strength focused sessions for like working out sure i try and get in two three mile runs and my runs are like a slightly under 10 minute mile okay so it's enough to like get my heart rate up like it's not like a slow jog but it's not like i'm like running you're not gonna be in olympic time trials no well not don't this year not this year the olympics were canceled and they push back next year yeah postponed that's the other hot word don't say canceled no, just say it's postponed everything's been pushed okay <laughs> we're just pushing things sure sure um so that and then also like for me movement has been really important to keep me like balanced or like i don't know i swear like get like swollen throughout the day if i don't move enough and so like i need to do over ten thousand steps and i know there's like this um you know there's no proof that like you need to get in ten thousand steps but whatever it's just like a marker for me at this point and yeah i like started to do ten thousand steps thinking that like oh that means something <laughs> but it doesn't necessarily like you can like um look up that when they first started like pedometers and like the pedometers could only count to ten thousand, like the device 
before it like reset and so that's why like the ten thousand steps thing became a thing oh my gosh oh, interesting okay the, that that's a little and then i don't know if it's like you know then pushed by god i want to say like american heart association but whatever some like organization you know like do ten thousand steps a day and sure. that became yeah. a thing yeah a thing too but for, so for me actually i like to do twelve thousand mm-hmm just you know to like push it a little bit more or whatever but the movement is so important and actually i'm kind of scared of the winter coming up to Mm. where that's not as easy to do unless you have like a treadmill or something we'll be doing laps in the basement mike yeah well you've done that before yes it gets you get dizzy though eventually right Mm -hmm. what are you doing for like balance or do you well like i told you every every wednesday wednesday is my kind of well, today I had a lot of time. My hotel is completely shut down. So, what? Oh, like well, the, the Michael. Oh, guys. Sure. Okay, so we're so Here big we go. now. Busted. All right. Yeah, and Michael is Michael's <laughs> learning. First, you need to stop interrupting me, and then second. <laughs> here we go again. Oh. Um, we are doing our first batch recording mm. for our podcast. There we go. And I just wanted to say the word batch recording in a podcast in order to give myself some sort of unauthorized street cred and mm-hmm. make people feel like, oh, wow, you're a batcher now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, also, I have heard that like people start podcasts and then there's like the, you know, uh, have I said this before? That like the people who like have done like a gazillion podcasts, like a Joe Rogan would be like, talk to me when you have a hundred in or, you know, something like sure. that. Does Joe Rogan sound like that? No, that sounded like um, <laughs> carrot top on helium, a helium carrot top guy. When I don't know how to impersonate somebody, that is the voice that I go for. Sure. For some reason, it's it's very odd, but who, I can't think of anyone. Yeah, who it, am I? <laughs> I Maybe that is me impersonating myself. Can you? Can oh, all right. Now we've gone on a fun tangent, but can you impersonate yourself? So here I am, guys. I'm just, you know, really feel that the Vikings are going to do it this year and bring home that title. <laughs> but, Michael, that's you. That was me. Yeah. Uh, you, it wasn't it was, I wasn't impersonating myself. <laughs> yeah. I was just being me. Mind blown. Huh. So. That's tough. It's tough to impersonate yourself. I don't care who you are. <laughs> <laughs> that should also be written in the book of Caleb, and we will sign that. I'll sign that. Yeah, because maybe you are impersonating yourself when you're on the field. Field of play? No, so you could never impersonate yourself. No, I wouldn't want to. <laughs> but you just tried. Did I? Michael? I didn't try. Okay, now who am I impersonating now? No, oh, God. <laughs> okay. Another food for thought in this, um, you know, being a mom, take a break. Not everyone has a Mr. Mom to, you know, give that break opportunity to. Today, you needed to get your steps in. Uh, okay. I'll finish up with Cortland here. Scary little thing at the end of the bath today. He wanted to stay in the bath. He wanted all the water to go down. He was supposed to splash around. The water's done. Okay, Cortland, it's time to get up. He let out a very large, flatulent like fart and it was he was impersonating you well and it rumbled and shook the whole bathtub and i thought oh no did you just take a dump Cortland? uh but it just sounded that loud because the water was gone and that porcelain kind of reverberated 
it was the loudest flatulent thing Cortland's ever done. It's it spooked him and it spooked me because <laughs> I thought he'd crapped all over the place. Yeah, he didn't. He got the air out, got his clothes on, got the bot. He's sleeping, sound asleep. So it turned out. Oh, turned out well. Thank you. But you were able to go get your steps in then while I did that. Now not everyone's got that option. Unfortunately, they fall back onto the Mr. Mom there. Nope, they mm. don't in my, like, it. not everyone has, like, my scenario, mm. but everyone has their own unique scenario, and so what a break means to you, no. and if you have those opportunities, you need to take them, and that is okay, and, like, you are a better person, and what does it mean by break? That's the other thing, too. A healthy break means just, you know, changing it up from, like, your normal routine, but not, like, doing it to escape. So I'm next week or whatever. I'm, you know, soon I'm going on a girl's trip vacation. And this is like the first time where I am like being more mindful of like, okay, I don't want to be taking vacations from my life. And like, there's no desire to do that. And that would not be healthy to have this mindset. Like, yeah, I'm like leaving everything to get away from it. I'm Mm -hmm. not. I'm like doing this to just like have a different like mixing it up in like my experience Mm -hmm. so that it just gives me more balance like i haven't taken a break like this all year Mm -hmm. and and then that goes back into last year like i don't remember the last time i quote unquote took a break like this Mm -hmm. to where i'm going away with friends Mm -hmm. and i'm not um respond i'm not working and i'm not um parenting you're not being a mom (laughs) i'm not i'm not being a a mom but like aren't i being a mom to myself like Mm, yeah you are i can see that everyone needs to be that type of person too like you cannot be a full-time mom full-time anything wrong to all of the things in your life without like also being you know good to you need to be good to yourself yeah yeah balance as we have spoken of yeah even Mother Teresa took a break from being mother, and she was just Teresa. I guarantee it. Where was she stationed at? Was that the Middle East? Where, where, where'd she live? For some reason, I thought it was in Africa. That was Jane Goodall, the one with the lid with the apes. Okay, I thought those were chimpanzees. Yeah, well, no, she lived with gorillas. <laughs> Jane Goodall. Why don't you look it up? Jane Goodall did. See, do you think it's beneficial for us to be inaccurate well here's something not inaccurate on mother dragons daenerys yeah exactly and even she took a break didn't she well how did it how did those dragons end up one was dead the other one was dead and then turned into a bad did one of them survive at least in the end i feel like they all died they all would have had to have the third one died as well I thought there was one that survived. Yeah, but where did it oh, go? Oh, but then Jon Snow kills her, and then I think the dragon's like... Pissed. Like, he was pissed, and what happened there? I know. We need to rewatch Game of Thrones. They didn't kill the last dragon, but the, I was like, the dragon's gonna blow away Jon Snow, because he just took out the dragon's mom. Yeah. I forget what happened there. I think the dragon understood this, that had to take place. She had to go. But wasn't he, like, the father... <laughs> He's the brother. They were siblings. Oh God, were they? No, they were cousins. I don't know. I think they were half half sisters. Yeah, half brother and sister. Um, but then the dragon, I think, sensed that 
that snow was somehow of relation re- relate yeah the, 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 the one dragon survived she she was a pretty good mother of dragons i'm not gonna say she's not but it didn't it didn't end well for all three of the dragons and adulthoods all i'm saying so because she wasn't motherly enough to herself and she got all caught up in, <sighs> it's a different time all caught up in wanting to be super queen and not super mom yeah i mean game of thrones we talked about it i don't know about the ending so <laughs> you you weren't thrilled with it, Michael. No, I wasn't. Well, that's too bad. No. You know, I, I I don't know what else you would take with that. Not much. Jeez, Michael, we zipped through this, which is good because it's actually about like efficiency for me. When you're a mom. When you're a mom, yeah, you have to be efficient. Yeah, if you're not efficient, then yeah, I don't know. I don't know what you're doing. You're gonna dig yourself a hole every day, and you get more and more into a hole, you get into a rut, and then you become. A not-so-good mom. That's a good mom. Very good, Mike. I'll tell you what's important about being a mom and just a parent in general. You show up. Kind of like Cal Ripken. Remember Cal Ripken Jr.? Shortstop, Orioles. I want to say about 20 years in a row. Didn't miss a game. All-time record for most games played. Everyone, in the when there's a normal baseball season, 162 games, everyone takes a day off. He didn't take any days off. Why? He showed up every day. That's what you do as a mom. That's what you do as a parent. You just you show up. You show up every day. So what? Well, that just negated me saying you can take a break, Mike. No, you still are showing up. Even when you're taking a break, you're still showing up. Well, well as long as you have, you have somebody in place to take care of those things that you're... Exactly. If you're <laughs> physically out of town, it's, you know, you know what I'm saying. Yes. You, you got to show up every day as a parent. Yes. And, you know, I would physically come back to town if you needed me. Exactly. You would. <laughs> right? you like, would. the other day, I'm not committed to that 100%. That break 100%. Sure. Now, it's tough when you are a professional athlete to show up every day in the parenting role because the travel. It'd be impossible. But making those big bucks, so hopefully that pays off in the end. Oh, sure. Yeah, that would be the reason why. Some people, Adrian Peterson, not going to name names, Adrian Peterson. <sighs> There's too many kids. Too many kids. <laughs> All different. He's not showing up. That's why he continues to play. He's got to pay all this child support. He's got multiple kids. Needs to be a little bit more responsibility going on with some of these athletes. But things happen, I guess. Well, Especially Michael. when they're younger. The problem is they get all this money when they're so young. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're millionaires in their early 20s. They don't have any... They don't know what's going on there. They don't have any financial guidance, unfortunately. Uh, and yeah, stuff happens. Ah, but anyway, so... Well, Michael, you have multiple children. Two from the same mother. You. Even though one looks like... One looks like nothing like me. One looks just like me. I know. It's interesting. So that's something that could be... Um... Time to get Cortland. Nah, Cortland, I know. His personality-wise. He's, he's a Caleb through and through. <laughs> he just looks like you he just looks exactly like me yeah it's it's kind of fun it's a fun little dynamic to have it is cute yeah i love it all right well i hope he's not upset about that flatulent story i told about him no he wouldn't be okay he's a caleb plus like i said he was impersonating you oh okay very funny all right michael well my takeaway for this is 2020 continues to be Mm. a hell of a year hell of a year Mm. you know and things could get worse technically like things could always get worse yeah they could always get worse that's true 
Yeah, right. Like I accept that things could get. And they worse. might. They might. The way they're trying to talk about it. You know. Goodness. But you're the mama of it of your life, and you can utilize oh. this as an opportunity for continued self improvement, mm-hmm. and also for helping others. Like I think about school starting, you know, in the fall, and just my blessings and thoughts and good vibes for anybody in a role in the education system right now and all like whether you're decision makers or support staff or just anyone in that industry (laughs) of education that people have patience and empathy for Mm -hmm. the things that are happening the decisions being made you know just yeah the, the decisions have to be made and i yeah. don't know there's made necessarily a right or a wrong they're just being made and i think people families for the most part are getting the option to choose how they want to handle it so that's good yes as best as they can right mm-hmm. and i like your, your what you're saying like yes decisions have to be made like mm-hmm. a decision has to be made and so like you need to like be again the mom of how you're going to like react or pivot or deal with that decision that's been made and how that's going to like affect your life if that like you know you have a kid and they're um going back to school or going online or whatever that like circumstance is and like just have the grace right or like and empathy for like the people who made the decision they didn't make the decision thinking oh this everyone's gonna love it there we go again with that impersonation but (laughs) <laughs> it's a car it's a cartoon person from the simpsons i feel like that's in your head right <laughs> who is that uh who's the nerdy kid um oh bart's friend with yeah. blue hair and glasses is named it's not ned flanders but no does it start with an a millhouse millhouse maybe that's wow. what you're doing millhouse yeah but i don't uh no that's like uh bart well, I can't do the Simpsons hmm, I don't either. Know. Okay, all right. But, okay. Anyways, I know you watched Simpsons. Simpsons growing up. There's one of your few channels you had. So <laughs> the two channels I had that was the you know like the worst. My parents hated it when we watched the Simpsons. Still like, running that thing. It, cartoon. It, it's incredible. Yes, um, but I haven't watched it in decades. But I'm going to now because we're gonna quit cable. Um, uh, sure. With that, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Book mm. of Caleb. Yes. So stay safe. Stay healthy. Wash your hands. And wash your hands.